Welcome to the Hot Bread Honeys podcast. I'm Michelle, and this is my co-host, Corey. Hello. Who also happens to be my best friend and my daughter. Yes, we really do eat hot bread during every podcast. Don't you wish you could smell it? Gosh. Hey guys, welcome back to season two of the Hot Bread Honeys podcast. I'm Corey. And I'm Michelle. Welcome back. We took a little unexpected break over the holidays. Our 2019 wrap-up was a little bit stressful. A lot of crap hit the fan. Was not exactly what we had planned. Yeah, we there got a few curveballs. Yeah, thrown. the most recent curveball we got mice. Oh gosh, I didn't even know you were going to bring that up. Yeah, that was just on top of everything else. Yeah, but. heard a big thump in the kitchen, and my cat Howard. If you guys watch my YouTube channel, you know him. What just comes waltzing out of my mom's kitchen with a big old mouse in his mouth? Yeah, that was fun. Yep. That was really fun. And that was the start of catching like nine mice in the house. Yeah. So yeah. that you kind of get an idea of how insane our... Uh, that was just the icing on the cake. Yeah. That yeah. was just cherry on top. But we're all live. Yep. We live to tell about it. Yep. And, and that's why we're setting some goals for 2020. That's right. <laughs> we, we turned that... We, I closed that chapter. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I know that a lot of people do these kind of like YouTube videos... I haven't seen, I've seen a few podcasts where people talk about their goals and their New Year's resolutions. I feel like this is almost a better platform to talk about it almost because you can kind of talk more in long form about why you're setting the goals you are. Yeah. And I know that we're already a few days into the new year. It's January 5th when we're recording it. You're listening on the 6th. But honestly, I think that it shouldn't be too late. To set your New Year's resolutions. Like, don't you feel like there are some people out there, it's like, well, it's January 5th, we've got to wait till 2021 now. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. I do think there are people like that. They they won't start anything until it's the first of the month or, yeah. well, um, I'm not doing it until Monday or, you know, next month or, yeah, and there are people, eh, I missed it. I missed it for 2020, so we've got to wait now. Yeah. So. I just think, start now. Yeah. You can still take these as inspiration think about I think, what you want to better in your own life i think absolutely any time <clears throat> is a good time to set goals yeah we've talked about this before i'm a goal setter yep i am and i don't always that doesn't mean that i always accomplish them but i always feel like i need to be progressing and working towards something i don't like to be stagnant there are things that i want to accomplish and so yeah i'm a goal setter yeah. But I do have kind of a funny quote. I'm ready. To start to start off this discussion. I saw this and it's like, oh, and, and when you hear me talk about uh, how I how I set goals for 2020, you'll understand this a little bit more. But it says, I'm going into 2020 with an unfinished to do list from 2018. Everything is fine. <laughs> from 2018? Yeah, that's what it says. I'm dead. <laughs> That's so, so funny. I thought that was funny because a lot of my goals carry over from year yeah. to year. And that's fine. We're always trying to better ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I have like 50 New Year's resolutions. Really? No, I don't, I don't actually I have I could, but I make myself stop I at a reasonable number. I think I have 14. Oh, you, you do have a good list. But the thing is, is that they're all very small mm-hmm. and manageable. Mm-hmm. And like, yes, there's a lot, but they're not, they're very specific, most of them. And a lot of them fall into, we, we did a... We did a podcast on our morning and night routines. Mm-hmm. Mine haven't been going so well. <laughs> As in, I haven't been doing it. <laughs> I just accidentally threw my cat into a plastic t- 
bathtub. <laughs> I didn't mean to, Howie. Come here, Bubba's. He forgives me. <laughs> Anyways, my goals are very manageable and specific, and a lot of them fall into the morning and night routine categories, and that's kind of how... I'm going to manage them because I have my morning and night routines like listed out, you know, so until it becomes a habit, Mm -hmm. I'll just do my, like force myself to do my morning and night routines and just go down the list and make sure that I do them all. Okay. So I have a question for you. Okay. You grew up around me. You've probably, you probably have always heard me talking about my new year's resolutions because that's just something I do. Or maybe I kind of kept it to myself. I don't know. But my question for you is, do you typically set new year's resolutions. Is that a thing for you? I feel like I've never put as much thought into them as I did this year. Okay. And I feel like, like this year I actually got them done before the new year. And I feel like I was kind of in that mindset that we were just talking about where it's like, Oh, well the new year's already started. Like just, I'll just wait till next Mm -hmm. year and I'll just do like my little goals. But there's something about like new year's resolutions for me. It's like, it's a f- clean slate. Like it I think a it's totally a great opportunity. Like for me, um, I, we've been doing the no sugar mm-hmm. and it's like, I've been going since January 2nd, January 1st was a different story. We just like had one more day of <laughs> <clears throat> eating like crap, but we won't talk about that. But like, I've been so good, but we're not waiting until 2021. Right. <laughs> and I'm not even waiting till February. It's like, I had this clean slate and I took advantage of it. Yeah. And so, yeah, I've always set New Year's resolutions, but I I feel better about them this year. Okay. Like, I feel like they're going to actually happen for me. And I have, I'll talk about it as we get into it, but I want to like make trackers in my bullet journal mm-hmm. and check in with them. Like, I know that you do that. I you do. check in with your New Year's resolutions. Talk about that. I do. Well, okay. Just to back up a little bit, um, there's a, probably a lot of you guys have heard this. I'm, I'm a big Dave Ramsey fan. Love him. And one of the things that Dave Ramsey says that I, that I, it just, it's seared into my brain. He said, a goal that isn't written down is just a wish. Yeah. And so there is, there is a psychological benefit and advantage to actually writing down your goals, putting them down on paper and outlining exactly how you're going to accomplish this goal. Let's just take weight loss. Okay. That's like number one, I think in the everybody, everybody weight loss, you know? Okay. So you you can't just put down, you can't just put down, I want to lose weight. You can't, no. you can't even just put down, I want to lose 50 pounds. No, you need you to have to outline, how are you going to accomplish that goal? Mm-hmm. So the last several years I would have these goals and I always, I always admitted to myself that they were relatively lofty goals. However, I would break them down and say, yeah, it might seem like a lofty goal, but actually in the end, somewhere down the road, this is, this is what I need to accomplish. Yeah. So how am I going to do that? And I would break it down into little things. And that's what I've always done in the past. And then I typically will review, I, I revisit my resolutions. That's what I kind of call it. I will set a date and it's like, let's revisit resolutions and just see where we are, yeah. see what's happening. And I will write in my journal where I, where I set those resolutions and say, okay, how's it going? I'm doing great here. Not doing so great here. Doing okay here, <clears throat> you know, whatever. And it kind of just re-inspires me. This year... To be really honest, my goals this year are the exact same goals that I had last year because some of them, because I have a lot <laughs> and I, I can't add to them, but some of them are just their lifelong um, things that I want to do to be my best self. And so I think 
they're worthy to stay on the list. Mm-hmm. Even even though there are a couple where I feel like I've made tremendous progress and actually I are could... Are you going to talk about scripture study? Yeah, I am. You killed it this last year. Did you miss a single day? Um, No. She, okay. Well, it, it depends on... Yeah, no. In I don't my, care my, if it's after midnight. It no, 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 no. That's not even what I'm saying. <clears throat> I've got... I do, I do one little portion in the morning and then I do one in the evening. I never missed my morning one. Never. Not a single day. Did you ever miss your night one? Oh, yeah. A few times when I was just really, really, really tired. Yeah. But... But it's crazy how good she is at reading her scriptures, you guys. Like, yeah. every time I go and visit her, it's like, mm, there they are. Yeah. So technically, I could check that one off yeah. and say, yeah, I accomplished that goal. But it's something... But you want to keep it. But I want to keep doing that because it makes me... It gives me some peace in my mind and my heart. And so it's absolutely something that I want to continue to do. So this year, what I did, instead of just having this big goal with these bullet points of how I'm going to accomplish it, I actually broke a lot of my goals down into 12 months. So like one of mine is to be more organized at home. I'll just throw Mm -hmm. that out here right now, just to give you an example of what I'm doing. Then we'll get into more details. But one of them is to get more organized at home. Okay, so I could write a whole bunch of bullet points of how I'm going to do that. But instead, I broke that down into 12 individual projects. Yeah. So I have one for each month. So in my January page of my planner, I have, okay, my goal for organizing my house this month is to completely declutter bleach and and reorganize my kitchen. That's for the month of January. So, and then we'll go on from there. So that's how I broke it down this year. I have individual monthly goals that fit into my lofty goals. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I feel like my. Because I wanted to be able to check something off. Right. Exactly. And that's exactly kind of how <coughs> I. Not exactly because you have like specific things for each month. Mine are more like habits mm-hmm. that some I want to get into. And some of mine are habits too. Yeah. And that's why I want to do the bullet journal because it's nice to check things off. Mm-hmm. And part of what I want to do, like I said, the morning and night routine, I'm going to put like little check boxes in my planner for like doing my morning routine and my night routine and maybe a couple of other of these resolutions and so that I can check them off and actually see what yeah. my progress is. And I hate, I hate leaving things unchecked. Yeah. Like yeah. if there's one thing that's going to get me to get it done, yeah. it's empty check boxes. There's some psychology to that. And you guys know, if you've been listening to us, we're both list makers mm-hmm. and um, there's something else. Here's another Dave Ramsey. And although he talks about it in terms of finance, but he said, you want to set yourself up for some quick results. Mm-hmm. And I think doing the checkbox thing, if you don't ever get to check anything off, how do you know, how do you know you're accomplishing anything? But it's yeah. kind of nice to, it's, it's a visual thing, but yeah. you know, different things work for different people too. Yeah. So I've known some people that they do their goals in like quarters and some of their, yeah. some of their resolutions are more like abstract, like, and I, I don't, I, I personally don't think that your New Year's resolution slash goals should be abstract. I feel like you can have like abstract goals like I want to buy a house, but like what are you doing to buy that house? Like you should be like that one you have to break down. Like maybe the first step is to get out of debt. Right. Something like that. Okay. And and then. In the first quarter, get out of, or in the first quarter, get out of debt. Second quarter, save X amount of money. Third, talk to a mortgage officer. Fourth, buy a house. Yeah. Yeah, the, so. something like something that big, you have to break it down. Yeah, or you'll you'll never get there if it's yeah. just. I, that wasn't ooh, a great example, out there. but like some of them, they're just like more abstract, and it's just stuff that like they want. Like to maybe do. being a kinder person or something like that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Or stop being so self-deprecating. Like 
or yeah. practice self-care. Even self-care. You self-care can break is a it more down. Tangible. Yeah. Those other two aren't. And they're good goals. Yeah. But, but you how... still have to somehow be able to formulate a plan. Yeah. How are you going to go about that? Exactly. Whether it's, but you know, you can do that too. If you have goals like that, you write yourself sticky notes, you, you know, little self reminders around the house or, yeah. you know, on your keychain or, you know, stuff like that. There are things that you can do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I also really quick, goals like that too. Sorry. I yeah. also really quick just wanted to share a second list that I made as I was writing my new year's resolutions for those slightly more abstract things. Mm-hmm. Like I still have like tangible things that I'm doing to work towards those things that I'm manifesting. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if you guys like know, or even you mom know much about manifestation, but it's like a science research proven thing that if you imagery yeah and visualization and like i taught that to you right (laughs) right but like i always thought of it as like skills Mm -hmm. because that was what i put it into practice with like i always did it for my volleyball and it truly helped me master some of my skills in volleyball but it also works for tangible things like um like buying a house right or is that what you mean? Yeah. Or like one of mine is like a hundred thousand YouTube subscribers, which is like infinite, like, m- m- like light years away from where I'm at now, obviously. But it's like, you're thinking about that and you're putting it out in like, mm-hmm. and you're thinking about it. And because you're thinking about it, you're automatically just working towards it. I agree. <clears throat> I agree. And I, I think you and I've mentioned the name Dennis Waitley on this podcast before. I think so. He is all about that. Yeah. And I, I love him. He's so inspiring. I just didn't know if you use the term like manifestation I... and like with tangible things. You always talk about it as like visualization. Yes. I think I probably would. If I, if I was just talking about it, I probably would say visualization. I wouldn't. Yeah. But it's basically what the mind harbors. The, the body, body manifests. manifests. In, yeah. In performance. In performance. That's why I always thought right, of that. Right, right. I can see that. And now that I'm saying that, but yeah, but it goes, yeah, it's not just like athletic skills. Yeah. But, so yeah. anyways, I, I made a list of things that I'm trying to manifest. That's cool. Because I agree. I, I love that. And stuff. writing I it down. I agree with it 100%. Makes it more likely to happen. Absolutely. Well, and people have, they call them, do they call them, well, vision boards? Yeah. That's like more for manifestation. But the thing is, is that I hate the way that vision boards look. 90% of the time yeah, like cluttered and like yeah. I, I just like a clean home I and I that. just don't and you need to have your vision board somewhere where you look at it constantly and yeah. I just don't like the way that those kinds of vision boards look so and I look at my notebook all the time so it's reminding me of the movie the last holiday with Queen Latifah where she has her possibilities book <gasps> I like that idea yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh okay did you say what the name of the movie is last the last holiday, holiday. yeah, yeah. You guys need to go watch that movie. Queen Latifah and LL Cool J. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that movie is so good though. It's a funny bad movie. Yeah. yeah. But she has a possibilities book, which is literally like a manifestation. It vision, is. Vision it totally board. is. We just got real off topic. We did. But <laughs> but it was worth it. In a good way. <laughs> go watch that movie. Are you ready to I'm get I'm sorry. Into it? If I have an opportunity to quote a movie, I'm going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> how many uh, How many resolutions did you make? I'm kind of calling them New Year's goals now. For some reason, resolutions um, is not something that I'm, like, using a ton. All right. Well, you have a whole half a notebook filled. Wow. 
<laughs> it's not this all, is gonna be a long podcast it's not all just from this year i wrote these down on new year's day because and and typically i do mine either like new year's eve new year's day um there was one year i think it was last year i actually did it like on the second and for me that's still okay if it's oh sorry <coughs> excuse me if it's before i head back to work after the holidays then I'm okay. <laughs> Are you going to die of a coughing attack real quick? Um, I'm going to try really hard not to. Okay. <laughs> We're good. So, okay. So you asked me a question. Mm-hmm. How many goals do I have that yeah. I that I broke down into monthly? I mean, if you break them down into monthly. Just goals, period. What's nine times 12? I, nine. I have nine. Nine. They're big. They're big. And they are the exact same nine that I had last year. And I'm not embarrassed to say that because they all... Like I said, they're either habits that I've actually created a habit and I want to maintain that habit. And for me, writing it down. And you know, if it's something that I'm already in the habit for, it kind of makes me feel good that I, okay, that's a given. I'm going to accomplish that one. (laughs) you're immediately seeing success. Right. Look, I'm doing it. You've got to see the quick successes. Yeah. So. So can we do it where we go back and forth? Sure. I think so. Can you do that? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think so. All right, you go first. Okay. I don't know how... I don't know how detailed you want me to get. Um, I, I won't go into every single month or anything like All that. Right. But so my first goal, and these are not in any particular order. Okay, Mine they're just either. yeah, they're just things I think about that that make me um, want to be better in this area. My my first goal has to do with food storage. I'm not any kind of a right wing extremist that wants to go live up in a cave and live off the grid or anything like that. But food storage for me has always been important because you never know when you're going to have a job loss. And I will say, and you probably do remember, Corey, there was a time where your dad did lose his job and we actually did live off off of our food storage and we had enough cash available and I was still working, you know, so we weren't destitute or anything. But when you go from two incomes and you cut that in half and you're living on one income, that's, that's a a big mindset change and, and a change in the way you live and your habits and everything. And so we still had cash to go buy fresh produce and dairy and bread and stuff like that. But we lived off of our food storage. So for me, it's a really important thing and it makes me feel better. It makes me feel more self-reliant. It makes me feel good. So, and that, and, and the, the food storage kind of goes along with just general preparation, being prepared. A lot of people, you know, we live in, in, we live in earthquake area. And so people have always talked about uh, 72 hour survival kits. You know, what if an earthquake hits and all the gas lines are blown and you've got to get out you know, do you have a 72 hour survival kit? And so some of that falls into this area also. So, um, and we also, um, last year we got evacuated from our home because of a fire and it kind of falls into that too. How prepared were we to gather up stuff we and weren't. evacuate? We weren't. The perp- <laughs> That's we the weren't. point of this. We weren't. <laughs> yeah. And so all of that plays into this. It's pretty important for me. So I have it broken down. Um, by month. So for example, you know, one month. So for January, my goal is to complete a list and basically a binder, a recipe binder kind of thing for three month food storage. And again, starting small, you know, but for three months, do we have enough food to survive for three months? And do I have the recipes that go along with the food that I have stored? That's what those, that's what our church recommends Mm -hmm. is three months. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then from there, you know, another month I've got um, an expansion from that three month to a six month. Another month I've got, okay, let's look at long term stuff like wheat and rice and dry milk and stuff like that. And how much do we need for our family? Please, I beg of you, be so careful with your wheat. Oh, that's something that happened while we were on our hiatus. So I was taking a cooking class. This is just another tangent. I was taking a (laughs) cooking class at college, my last one, and uh, we were using wheat berry. I still don't even know what that is. No. But but it was to make a salsa, which have you ever heard of a salsa that has wheat in it? I haven't. No, that's where I got thrown off right yeah. off the... And I just like took a chip, got a whole big bunch of salsa on it. I was about to put it in my mouth. I had already eaten several mouthfuls at this point, mind you. And there were a whole bunch of dead mealworms Ugh. stuck to the meat, the Ugh. stuck to the wheat berry. And you know what? I don't have, I don't have a wheat grinder. Mm-mm. So I couldn't make homemade bread if I needed to, but I always kind of figured, well, but I could barter. Yeah, somebody you know, else. with somebody that does know how to make. It's like, hey, I've got the wheat if you'll make me some bread, you yeah. know, kind of thing. Um, one month I've got just to update our first aid kit that we have in our house. Mm-hmm. Um, one month is um, updating our 72-hour survival kits because we do have a lot of that. But it's kind of outdated now. I mean, you're grown. You're not six anymore. So I think the sweats that are in that backpack aren't going to fit you. So- <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. Right. Right. <laughs> so things like that. And, and um, you know, one month it's, okay, I need to, something that people don't think about along with food storage is if you're in this kind of a crisis situation, how about sundries, you know, toothpaste, deodorant, shampoo, dry shampoo, makeup, you know, things like that, hairspray, whatever, you know, if you're, if you're still in that kind of an environment. So, so anyway, that's how I broke that down into 12 months. Mm-hmm. And if I accomplish all 12 months of my goals, You'll be then at the end of this year, I should be in a position where I basically have a list of absolutely everything that we need and a schedule of how to acquire those items without totally breaking the bank. Because yeah. my plan is not to go out and buy everything all at once. We have some stuff and I need to make a list of, of what we what still need, have. what we have, what we need, um, you know, and how to schedule that within within our regular budget to get that done and taken care of. Yeah. So that's my first goal. All right. Mine is to not eat any processed sugar in the month of January. I was going to put like a longer time period, but I thought that something smaller and more manageable was better for me to start. I didn't tell you about this, but just last night I saw a video and I'm, I think I'm okay to like mention this. Like we're we're gonna do a longer episode another time, but I saw somebody make a video about the same eating disorder that I have. Oh, that you have too. Mm-hmm. We're gonna make a longer podcast episode we about are. that eventually. We're just like real nervous. <laughs> we are. We are pretty nervous about that one, and it's also, it's not the most uplifting. No, topic. it's a heavier topic yeah. and definitely not one we wanted to come back from a hiatus on. No, no. <laughs> so that's my first one. And something like that, I'm going to put like little check marks in my planner, like five little check marks for no sugar. And each day that I do it, check. Okay. So, so far I've been doing good. Um, Along with that, I'm going to, I'm going to skip mine or not skip, but skip around because mine that goes along with that losing weight. So last year... My goal, I just had a whole bunch of bullet points of how to lose weight. Like, 
getting better sleep, eating, yeah. eating more fruits and vegetables, getting more exercise five to six times a week, drinking more water, all those kinds of things. I had all these bullet points this year. I did. I, in, in my journal, I did reiterate all of those bullet points of, of basically this is what I need to be doing. But I also, um, it's actually lose weight slash take care of my health. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I did last year, can I just, can I say this? I don't mean to get too long winded, but one thing that I did last year that I felt really good about one of my goals last year in taking care of my health was to make appointments with all of my different doctors. And you did it. I did it. And I kept all of my appointments and I kept all of my follow-up appointments. And what's really, really awesome. And I do have, I, I do have a heart issue, but as far as everything else goes, and there is probably a surgery in my future, but as far as all the rest of my health goes, I got a totally clean bill of health, except for my weight. So if that's not and, a kick in the face, I don't know what is. I know. And at the same time, it's a blessing, you know, that, hey, I'm totally healthy. All I got to do is lose some weight Yeah. and and I'll be, I'll be great. So this year, what I did, you know, I've still got my bullet points of everything I need to be doing and that doesn't change. That doesn't go away, but I wanted a... A monthly goal, and I wanted it to be reasonable. I wanted it to be achievable. And even though, oh, I don't like disclosing this on a podcast. I have, I have probably a hundred pounds to lose. I'm gonna say that. Same. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't like admitting that. But here's, here's my goal for the year. I'm just going to be out there with it. I'm going to be out there with it because we're going to review this in a year and I want to be able to say I did this. Yeah. Okay. So my monthly goal is only five pounds a month, which is totally doable. I mean, it is absolutely 100% doable. Even if you have a hard time losing weight, five pounds a month is doable. That's like one pound a week. But if I do that, that's my checkoff box for each month. And if I can lose five pounds a month, and hopefully it will be more, but if I can lose the minimum of five pounds a month in a year, that's 60 pounds. Heck yes. Yeah. So, you know, that's, that's more than halfway to my goal. So, so that's my, that's my losing weight goal. So I actually didn't make any specific weight goals because my goal is just to do better. Yeah. And hopefully and the I think weight that's will okay come too. off with it. That's okay too if you have boxes that you can check off. Yeah. And I mean like even separate from my New Year's resolutions, I have weight goals, like specific yeah. numbers and stuff. But for my actual New Year's resolutions, like I said, I focused it more on like habits. So my next one is working out three times a week. Excellent. And I started with, I was going to do something crazy like five Mm. but it's like I gotta work up don't set yourself up for failure exactly small small successes especially because I'm going into my student teaching I start tomorrow I don't even know what time I'm gonna get done like I don't know when I'm gonna get home at night because I'm traveling an hour to (laughs) to my school Mm. and who knows what time I'm gonna be getting home every day so I don't know what I'm actually realistically going to be able to accomplish and I, I say work out because I like to do kind of different things that could be walking at the track with you mom it could be uh running on a mile on the treadmill here it could be doing squats and sit-ups like it, it it's variable and I also have on here doing yoga three times a week I have them as two separate things because I need to get my flexibility if up. I could find a really good beginner's yoga 
YouTube video, mom. It has to be beginner, beginner. It is. It is. And you can do like specific things. And my body, like specifically, I hold a lot of stress in my neck. It's never felt better than when I was doing mm. yoga stretches regularly. So you and I might need to get together after this podcast and figure out how we can do that together. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I'm down. Oh, those are good goals. And my, my exercising is one of my bullet points, but I wanted, I didn't, I don't want to write that on my weekly planner stuff to check off. Mm-hmm. I just, but, but it is, yeah. I know that that's something that I have to do in order to keep the weight off. So, but, and I, yeah, anyway, I could talk about it. I could, yeah, excuse it, whatever. I am walking the dog more. Yeah. I'm walking really the dog a lot more because our dog's kind of depressed right now. So, yeah. So, anyway. That was another horrible thing that happened. It was. <laughs> What's your next goal? I thought we, but you're, it's your turn, isn't it? I just did the workout three times a week, yoga three times oh, a week. Oh, that was separate from your. Separate from my no sugar in the month of yeah, January? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. different. Okay, we'll go back then. Um. Okay, my next one is to get caught up on my scrapbooks. And. Good luck. I know. But She's I'm still working it. on my baby book. I'm 21. <laughs> yeah, I have a few pages done. Here's the thing. I talk to people at work and there are some people that just give up. There are some people that just, you know, and, and okay, I'm not into this whole digital scrapbook thing and I'm not into, you know, flipping through pictures on my camera or anything. That's not fun for me. I like to have actual physical pictures and, um, and I have a ton of pictures. And the thing that was really holding me up for a while, and you guys might remember, for a while, my weekly goals that we were setting in between our podcasts was to get all the pictures printed off my laptop, get all the pictures printed off my my computer at work and stuff like this. And, and those may seem really silly to some people, yeah. but those are all steps for me to get caught up and know I hate looking for a picture and not knowing where the heck it is. And especially if it's all digital and it's like getting organized before makes it easier to execute. Right. And that's kind of my big thing is I need to get my stuff organized. I may not get caught up on the scrapbooks, but I need to get stuff organized. I need to know where my negatives are. I need to, yes, back in the day of negatives and we don't have negatives anymore, but we do have thumb drives that have pictures on them. I need to get those labeled. I need to know where things are so that when I need to go and get something printed because I need something for my gallery wall or whatever it is, yeah. I want to be able to get to it. Yeah. And it just, it looms over me because it's like, there it's just, there's just stuff everywhere. There's pictures everywhere. Yeah. There's no rhyme or reason to them. And it, it makes me feel chaotic. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I did make a little bit of progress on this in 2019. Things got a little more difficult with my old laptop than I anticipated because it crashed and files got deleted and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, so I've broken that down into 12 months. And again, it's, you know, sweet. it has to do with finding different things, different places. And one month, it's just find this thumb drive and get it labeled and get it stored somewhere where you know where it is. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's my next one. That's a good one. I should make something like that. I want to like print out all my pictures and make some photo albums. I'm not into like the the actual You're like not scrapbooking, scrapbooking and the journaling with it i just like to have the pictures but i do like them printed out because you yeah. never look at them digitally no you don't and i will also tell you this that when you have kids 
And this, I always like looking at, they look, they love looking at family pictures. They love looking at pictures of themselves. And I always felt really bad. I know, (laughs) but they love it. And I always felt bad that I didn't have a better baby book for you when you were young and when you were a toddler and wanted to look at pictures for yourself. We had pictures, but we didn't, they weren't organized. Right. I'm so unorganized. All right. So my next one is reading one personal book per month. So this is one of the monthly things that I'm doing. I already am halfway through my book for January because I haven't gone back to school yet. So it's easy. And that's the thing. I've had this goal before and I always fall off during the semesters that I'm in school. But now, especially this year where I'm doing my student teaching and then I'll be starting my big girl job. And I like this is my life now. So I need to figure out how to incorporate my hobbies while I'm working. Mm hmm. So that's something that I'm working on. And that's part of my nighttime routine is instead of being on my phone and flipping through Instagram at night, once I turn off my phone, I like do my skincare routine, get into bed, read scriptures with Trevor, write in my gratitude journal, and then read a personal book for 30 minutes before bed. Mm -hmm. And that's how I'm going to accomplish that. That's awesome. See, so I have a really similar goal and it is, I mean, can you tell we're similar people? Yeah, I know. Um, and it, the goal is just to read more. That's that's what it says, read more. And my goal is the same as yours. I want to, by the end of the year, I want to have read at least 12 books. Now, I have plenty to read. I have so many books. So that do I. So do I. And um, my thing is a lot of, t- and this is this is just my OCD personality, okay? And my, my Virgo-ness or whatever. But I have to rotate between a church book a nonfiction and a fiction. Those oh are my gosh. three. I know. Miss Virgo. <laughs> oh my gosh. Because I, I don't know. I'm all. You yeah, like to switch it up. That's fine. I, Whatever. If I, not well. Not even know. switch it up. She just has a habit. Here's the thing. If I were to read just fiction all the time, I would love it. But I would feel guilty that I'm not doing anything to try to better myself too. So that's where the other, the nonfiction stuff comes in. That can be biography. They can be self-help books. They can be, you know, all kinds of different, they can be money management books, you know, whatever. I've got gardening books, wide variety. But, you know, I feel like, you know, reading is also for education. Yeah. And so I feel like I have to switch it up. So that's how I balance the guilt of, yeah. oh, I need to be reading this versus I want to be reading this. So I rotate. But in my in my monthly planner, they've got my check mark, my checkbox yeah. for the book. And I, I will have the title of the book written down. I haven't decided on all of them right now. See, yeah. I will decide at the beginning of each month. Yeah. But I already know what I'm doing for January. Okay. So, so what I plan on doing, I'm not gonna like force myself to an order of what I'm gonna read but and who knows maybe I'll read two books in one month by (coughs) chance but what I'm gonna do in my bullet journal is I'm just gonna create a spread like January February March and then write out the title title. and the author so that I know what I read because so I've done spreads in my list book before of like books to read and then I just like write down all the books that I own that I haven't read yet. Yeah. And then I'm like, I don't remember if I read that one or not talks. because I don't even yeah. pay attention to the title. Yeah. And then I just read it. I'm like, I have no clue. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm doing it the opposite. Okay. So if you read two in one month, I'll does that count for two down. months? No. Or, oh, it counts for one month. Okay. Okay. Because then I go, like, say I read two this month and then I go all throughout February. That's sad. Yeah, it is. Okay. And I have way more than 12 books to read, so. Yeah, well, don't we all? 
Cool. All right. What's your next one then? Oh, you. Oh, yeah. You said yeah. your month. Yeah. Um, I I already talked about this a ton. Establishing my morning and night routine again, and I feel very motivated to wake up at five a.m. every day. <laughs> I I kind of already have a plan. I plan to go to bed at nine p.m. every night. You're gonna have to. Yeah, and then get up at five, and then I'll be able to do my morning routine. Welcome to adulthood. That's not even adulthood. Do you wake up at five a.m.? Uh-uh. This is hell on earth. <laughs> no, Called but I, student I do teaching. wake up at 6.30, but I don't have to commute an hour to work, so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so what was it? Establishing your morning, morning and, and night, night routines. routines. Cool. All right. So my next one is <clears throat> to get organized at home. And this is the one that I gave as an example earlier you know, get organized at home. And I have all these bullet points of, okay, don't ever leave a room without picking something up and constantly be, every time you open up a cupboard, find one thing that you can give to a a charitable organization, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, all of that fits. But I have 12 individual projects, one for each month that will help me in organizing my home. And like I said, January, thank you, mice. My January project in getting more organized is to completely reorganize, declutter, and bleach my kitchen. But frankly, <laughs> that's probably going to feel so good afterwards. because Oh, it will. And, and I probably will find that I have so much more room in my cupboards than I did before because I'm getting yeah. rid of things. It's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know this was back here. Yeah. Now it's covered in mouse turds, but you know, hey, I didn't even so know garbage. this was. Yeah, I throw away a lot when I'm when I'm demousing, but um, <clears throat> so and and you know, one of those months in getting more organized, one of my months is to go through the house individually by room and make a list of any repairs or quick little decor changes that could update the room. You know, like the the bathroom in the basement still needs touch up paint. You know, from Spackle. Um, You know, we've got stuff, every room. Oh, this outlet needs to be fixed. Oh, this, I need to Spackle on this wall. This light bulb doesn't have a cover. Right, right. So that's that's one of my months. Um, One of them is decluttering a linen closet. You know, one of them is, um, oh, yeah, one, one month... My goal is to dust all the, all the blinds in my house, mm. whether that's cleaning or, or whatever you want to call that, but it needs to be done and it's a huge project and I, I can't even face it when I'm just normally going around cleaning my house. That's a big project. So that gets its own little check mark when I get that mm. done. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, yeah, getting my house organized. My next one is simple, and it's kind of just one to make me feel good about my New Year's resolutions. It's graduating college, which is not an option. Right. (laughs) It's happening. But as far as... Just just so you know. that's kind of a broad one. That's on my bucket list to see you graduate from college. Oh, yay. Yeah. Hopefully I make it. You'll make it. (laughs) (laughs) That one I left pretty broad because, I mean, it's just doing it. And... I mean, the things that I'm most stressed about are just getting into it and completing my teacher work sample, which is like an 86 page thesis proving that I can teach and make someone learn something. (laughs) So that's what I'm most nervous about. And that's like the I mean, I'm just I'm going to graduate college. That's my that's my goal. Isn't that cool? Can you believe it's here? Makes me want to crap my pants. Oh, it's like one of those things where you have, be- I have been thinking about this basically since I was born, this yeah. point in my life. Yeah. Who would have thunk? 
Yeah. And now life is here. Now it's kind of sad. It's exciting and it's scary at the same time. Yeah. Bittersweet. Yeah. Because I loved college. That's so great, though, that you had such a good experience in college. You and I have talked about this before. My experience in college was not as positive yeah. as yours was. I mean, I had all the reasons not to have a positive experience. Yeah, you did. Sure. My you did. sophomore but year of college was... Well, but you, you take roommates and things out of it. Let's yeah. just talk about classes college, yeah. and professors and deans and all that kind of stuff. Your experience was the polar opposite of mine. And we went to the same school, you guys. Yeah. But um, yeah, yours was just so different and so, so much more positive than mine. So I think that's really, really great that you had that kind of experience yeah. that you can look back on it fondly. Yeah. So cool. Okay. My next one. Um, this is one, you guys, that this was on. Oh, I can't, why do I keep saying this? It was on my list last year. All of these were on my list last year. This is one. My, my goal reads, make a dent in debt. So let me just tell you briefly. There was a time. It was shortly before 2019. So it was in 2018 at some point. And I just really took a really close look at our income and our bills. And I went to my husband and I said, we make too much damn money to feel so poor. Yep. And I totally reorganized our budget at that point. And I'm like, we are going to get out of debt. And I, we are not, we're, there's not going to be any extra money sitting in the checking account. There's not going to be any extra money that goes on frivolous stuff. We are going to budget every penny. Every dollar has a name. There's Dave Ramsey again for you. And I did that, and it's really true. When you make a good budget, you feel like you just got a pay raise. Mm -hmm. And so I itemize, and it's like, look at all this extra money right here that we can be putting onto these debts and snowball these debts and get out of debt. So we were very disciplined last year. We had a very, very expensive 2018. So going into 2019, it was really easy to say, oh, my gosh. We got to get out of this mess. 2019 was <clears throat> every year's expensive, but better. because we had a better budget, we were able to stop the wasteful spending and everything was much more conscientious. When we had to spend money on the house for whatever it was, it was like, all right, where do we have money for this? You know, and instead of going into more debt, you know, we cash flowed things and it felt really good. And it, to be honest, it took a lot longer to get my husband completely on board. Men are like that though. They he like doesn't like, money. he doesn't like to think about the budget either. They no. like to spend money and they don't want to know what the actual situation is. Yep. They don't want to know how tight it is or whatever. They just want you to take care of it. That's exactly how Trevor is. And, um, that's fine. So it took a little while. I would say it probably took about half the year. Until he kind of got used to it. And then he kind of got on board too. And he was like, all right, do we have money for this? You know, and he would start asking instead of just blatant, blindly spending. Right. He would start asking. So that felt really good. So that, and we're not out of debt yet, but we have, um, we have restructured some of our debt and done some things, you know, for lower interest rates and things like that so that we can get out of debt faster. And so we are just continuing. That's a continuation of 2019. Yeah. So. My next one is kind of a money one, and I might have to kind of restructure this goal a little bit because me and my husband are kind of rethinking the timeline, Uh, but buying a house is the goal. 
Um, and now, and it's not that we couldn't buy a house this year. Like we're wanting to buy, like the original plan was to buy mid fall, almost winter. Um, now we're kind of thinking that we maybe want to wait a little bit longer, not because we don't have the money for it, for a down payment, but because we want to have a better down payment and because we kind of want to wait until I'm a little bit more comfortable in my in my big girl job and it just it there's still some variables and there's a specific house from a family member that is selling that we would like to buy so it just kind of depends on a whole bunch of things but that that goal might change into some numbers for more savings that we want to get and that's the other thing. I don't love the idea of just cleaning out our bank accounts for a down payment on a house. Like, yes, it is a good investment, but then it's like, oh, shoot. Like, what if, what if we have to buy something, you yeah. know? And then you don't have that cushion. Like, right now our bank account is, like, so fluffy and <laughs> makes you feel really good. But also, the other reason that we're kind of thinking about that is because during my student teaching and as of right now over the summer, I'm not going to have a job. I'm not going to be technically working for money <laughs> anyways. So you're working for free. I'm working for free, which is great. And getting my degree. I'm paying them to yeah. work. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So that, that goal might change a little bit. It might just be till like next January, but still it it's, it's, it's still the goal. It's yeah. still the long range goal. Yeah. Just not necessarily but some of those steps this year. to get there might. Yeah. 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 So it might be more like saving money and some different steps mm -hmm. there rather than actually buying the house this year, having a bigger emergency fund. Yeah. So that you can take that big lump and put it down on a house exactly. and know that you're still okay. Exactly. Yeah. Good goals. Okay, my next one is, um, you kind of alluded to it earlier, was to increase gospel study. And that really took off in 2019 because um, because of a program that they've got going at our church that just kind of encouraged more of that to happen at home. And I took it to heart and um, did what I could. And yes, I read scriptures in the morning. And in the, in the morning, I listened to them on audio. Well, and it's I, like two different books. Right, two like, different books. Let's just listen to the same thing the whole time. No, no, no. no it studies it's two different books. Two different, yeah. And um, uh, so I still listen to that while I'm getting ready for work. And then at night, I do uh, the the curriculum that our church has, has set out. And so that's my evening stuff. The one thing that I did, <clears throat> and I just want to continue with that because it makes me feel good. It's kind of nice to start the day with that. And it's nice to end the day with that. So if I had a really bad day to try to get that out of my, get the bad stuff out of my head and try and focus on good stuff, positive stuff. I think stuff. that's great. Um, one thing that I did add to that though, um, was, and, and again, I bullet pointed, you know, what I was going to do, but I got kind of specific about Sundays, um, that Sundays are going to continue to be family time. And I just made a list of the different things that I would like to incorporate in our Sundays. And that ranges from, you know, having my parents out for dinner. That's something that we've been doing a lot. And I know it's really, really good for them uh, to get out and come and have somebody else cook for them. And I know that they've had at least one decent meal during the week because they're getting, getting uh, kind of up there in age. Um, 
you and I cooking together on Sundays, which we've done, that kind of came to a screeching halt when we found mice. And so that's been fun too. Thank you, mice. Um, writing thank you notes to people, writing letters to out of state um, relatives and things, journaling, having family game night, reading and watching movies. So those I'd are... love to do more family game nights. Yeah. Because now that I'm married, it's not just like a lame three person game. I know. It's more fun now. Yeah, we tried. But you're right. Three is not a good number Especially for, fa- when for games, even board games and stuff. It's just no fun with three. But if you have four, it's a totally different story. And, and you especially can have for me, like with two old farts. Like, I know. Like we were always best friends, but like me being young with like two older people than me, like it just wasn't quite as fun. Yeah. Like if you have like I get it. a mixture of I get people it. and ages and stuff, it's way more fun. Yeah. Um. What was your overall goal there? My oh, overall goal there was scriptures. To, yeah, increase 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 gospel study. Yeah. So, but I got specific about my Sundays and my family. Yeah. So, so I have the same one is establishing a habit of scripture study, and that one is an everyday thing for me and my husband, and that's what it's more focused on is me and my husband's couple scripture study together because I haven't. I I need to somehow figure out how I can incorporate it like my own personal study, like alone too. I, I just don't know when, like, and for me, the couple scripture study and growing in our testimonies together is more important Mm -hmm. to me than like just studying by myself because I'd rather us grow together. Mm -hmm. And we have been 100% this year and specifically with the church curriculum that Mm -hmm. our church put out because we weren't great at that last year. Yeah. We, we, kind of tried it's a hard it's hard it's kind of funny because okay so we're recording this on a sunday so today at church they actually talked about that as a, as a group it's like hey you guys how'd it go how'd, how'd it go this year how are you you know yeah, <laughs> what, sure. what kind what kind of habits are you creating and, yeah. and what was the transition like and it's a it's a learning curve trevor learned, leaned over to me he's like we did pretty good and i was like what world were you living in? <laughs> we did not do good. Well, and if you recall at the beginning of 2019, we had these big goals to do things as a family. Right. And I was even going to incorporate my parents into it and try to, you know, do something once a month with them. And that got really hard. And it's it's great and all to do it as an individual. And, and you need to do it as an individual. But to do it as a couple is really, really, really good for the marriage. I can't get my husband to do it as a couple so (laughs) i'm kind of on my own there and sometimes sometimes he does some reading on his own sometimes that's easier oh that that's what i yeah that's what i mean yeah and you're you know you can do whatever time frame you want and you can you know you can go for as long as you want and and go the direction that you want to go but i do like to bounce ideas off of him and questions and um and that that's one thing that's been really nice about this curriculum with everybody studying somewhat the same things yeah you can say hey did you read this part what do you think of that you know yeah so cool what's your next one um my next one is we are almost to the end of mine i have like 15 more okay cool (laughs) not actually my next one is um to create better sleep habits this was a goal that I had in 2019 that I did not do very well with. You are the craziest, like, <laughs> night owl. I don't like to go to sleep, you guys. I love to go to bed. I hate to go to sleep. And so I will sit there in bed for hours reading, writing, 
playing on my computer, whatever, reading the news on my phone. It's really bad for me. And then I'm really, really tired the next morning. One thing that I tried last year, I tried kind of setting um, not a rigid schedule, but kind of a, a bit of a time frame. You know, it's like, hey, Michelle, <laughs> you need to start getting ready for bed now. And hey, Michelle, it's probably time to get into bed. And then I tried to have a lights out time, you know, just to try to keep myself kind of on a normal schedule. I mean, how many times do we have to be told that they've proven that if you're in a routine, your your body responds to that and you sleep better, you sleep sounder, you're you're healthier and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, sleeping better is all part of my losing weight thing, too, because they've proven that uh, people who are overweight don't sleep as much. And it's kind of the chicken and the egg. But I think if you don't, because your body needs that time anyway. Anyway, so I have uh, renewed my better sleep habit goals. And it is mostly about time management. And um, I just it, filmed a video about time management and motivation. You should watch it. Maybe I should. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, it, but it is about time management. And so I do still have those tentative times in my head just to kind of keep myself on track so that I don't lose track of time. Because how many times has that happened? We're all sitting up in the living room living room, and all of a sudden it's 10 o'clock and it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, I haven't even started my, my night routine or anything like that. And I've right. got to get up at six o'clock in the morning and, you know, so yeah. it's hard. So anyway, I, I'm going to do better sleep. Cool. Better sleep. Is that your last one? Um... I think so. I'll go through and look while you're talking okay. about your next one. So my next one is to reach a thousand subscribers on my YouTube channel. Oh, yeah. And I'm at 505, I think, as you're watching this. Or no, you're not watching this. You're listening to us. So but... as you're listening to this, you need to go subscribe. Yeah. If you're not subscribed, <laughs> do do a girl a favor. Um, but I have other like little things that I do to like I, I'm a part of like some Facebook engagement groups and we talk about like ways to grow your channel and we help each other like with thumbnails and stuff like that. Like choosing, like being optimal in your choices for your YouTube channel and stuff like that. And, um, I also have like some techniques for like making the YouTube algorithm and the SEO work for me, stuff like that, like engagement, stuff like that. So I want to reach a thousand subscribers by the end of this year. You can do it. And hopefully 4,000 hours watch time. I'm just trying to get to the 1,000 subscribers first, and then I'll work on the watch time. Yeah. Because YouTube just is making it so hard nowadays to make yeah. some cash money. But 1,000 is a good goal. That's that's a lot of people when you really stop and think about it. Yeah. And I'd, I don't know if you guys know this. I know we have a couple of people that we know that listen to the podcast, but I have not told pretty much anybody outside of my family in my real life about my YouTube channel. Like, nobody knows. You haven't if told they any kn- friends. No. If they know about it, it's because they found it on accident. So. Yeah. So, the, oh, is that my phone going off upstairs? Oh, it might be. I was like, <laughs> what is that whistling? Oh, no, it's not my phone. Because my phone. Yeah, right that's there. weird. Anyways. Yeah, so that's my goal. Okay. Are you done? Yep. I think I'm done. I think I hit them all. Yeah. Um, but I will definitely comment on the rest of yours. All right. Sounds great. <laughs> So another one that falls into my morning routine is journaling. I put down three times a week. I think I can make it happen every day. Just like, even if it's really short, but I put down three times a week so that I don't set myself up for failure again. Yeah. Um, 
Because especially, who knows See, how my morning routine's going to go. Now you're going to make me feel guilty. Like I should put journaling as one of my goals. Because I have, we we did a podcast on all of our different kinds of journals. And I have a lot of journals. And I do try to keep some of those every day. Others of them, it's like, if something happens, I'll write this, in them. This but one I'm talking about, like, just my, like, daily, like, brain dump things that are happening in my life. Journal. Yeah, for sure. Because it helps me to feel more sane. Mm-hmm. And it helps me to not worry about stuff as much because I... I, we talked about this in our journal. We did. Video. I write down what I'm worried about. Yeah. <laughs> so that and, I don't have to think about it. <laughs> and can I just say really quick? Yeah. During these last three months when, when kind of all hell broke loose, I actually a couple of different times made a list of everything that was, that was upsetting me. And it was really, it really was beneficial because you liked I liked it. Well, I did it at work because I just had all these things swimming in my mind. And it's like, oh my gosh. Did and you so think about me? I would just write them all down really fast on this sticky note. And then I tucked it like under my phone at work. And then every once, not that same day or anything, but a couple of days later, I would pull it out. And it's like, oh, yep. Okay. They're all still there. Yep. Still worried <laughs> about all of them. <laughs> and I put it away again. But it was helpful because there's something, yeah, this brain dump thing. There's something in me. I don't want to get too far off topic, but there's, and, and again, the Virgo-ness, I don't know, but it's like, I have to keep listing everything that's bothering me. Why do I have to do that? It's like, oh, don't forget, you know, oh, well, yep, you've got this too, you know? And so I have to keep enumerating everything that's bothering me. I don't, and I don't want to obsess about it like that. Yeah. So yeah, it was helpful. Um, my next one is kind of an odd one and I'm not exactly sure yet how I'm going to accomplish it, but I want to practice creativity once a week. Oh. And that could be a wide range of things. That could be... Scrapbooking. Yeah. It could be (laughs) a fun spread in a bullet journal. It could be drawing a picture. It could be a fun method of editing on a video of mine. Like, it could be a whole wide range of things. Because I just... I want to be more creative. I've never considered myself to be a creative person. But I think it's something that you practice. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a skill almost to be creative so I don't know exactly I'm gonna google how to be creative and then we'll go from there (laughs) I know one thing if you're around other people brainstorming is a really great way to get the creative juices flowing yeah because one person will say something and it makes you think about something else and yeah it really gets things going yeah, that's Part cool. Of what I want that's to do fun. Is like some, that's a fun one. Yeah, like some fashion designs as well, oh. because I know pattern making now, so I could actually make those designs happen. But I'm not usually creative enough to come up with my own fashion designs. So, say, did you have on one of your goals that you are going to make me a few skirts? I I, could put, <laughs> I mean I could make that happen. <laughs> um. I also, these two are kind of, these are my last ones and they're kind of the same. One of them is an everyday thing, at least Monday through Friday, because it's not really an option anymore. I need to start taking my lunches with me because I don't know if you guys are familiar with the public school system, but lunches are like 30 minutes (laughs) and you're stuffing your face. And sometimes you don't even get that long because you have a student that's lingering and needs your help with something. Mm -hmm. So... I need to start taking my lunches. And along with that, I'd also like to start 
making dinner three times during the week and using those leftovers as lunches and stuff. Like I'm going to have leftovers. This is the thing. I had all these (laughs) great plans. Like I was like, when I get married, I'm going to start making all of these like extravagant dinners. Not like extravagant, but like making these dinners and it's just for two. And then we have all these leftovers and we can take them for lunches. There's no such thing as leftovers with my husband. Mm -hmm. That doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. He eats everything in sight. Mm -hmm. And so that I would like to cook more often and hopefully eat some of the leftovers because that's the thing. If there are leftovers, they're gone the next day because he ate them for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Food doesn't exist in my fridge. I cannot feed that boy. (laughs) I know. I know. Well, you can always start making double batches. Yeah, that's true. And then for sure. And freeze, you know, part of it. Yeah. And and some some of them I like, I got an instant pot for Christmas and especially with like my, stressful time schedule and like the lack of time that I'm going to have I think that the instant pot is going to help me a lot as well as my crock pot Mm -hmm. what is my cat doing right now I don't know he's just hanging on your shoulder like draped over your shoulder yeah but that's all my new year's goals that's it you didn't you you didn't have like 15 more after Mm -hmm. we stopped no I had a few though and I kind of combined a couple okay yeah yeah I love, I love the new year. I really do. And it's not that, you know, I'm not into this whole business of, oh, 2019 was just crap. I'm so glad it's yeah. over. I'm not into that. Talk about that. I'm so sick of people I'm, just I'm not into that. 2019 was a decent year. It was a good year. It was a year of growth. And, and it was life. Life just happens. It's yeah. going to happen in 2019. It's going to happen in 2020. So you might as well enjoy it. Yeah. And it's just all about how you roll with those punches and overcome And, but I do love the idea of turning over a new leaf. It's, um, it's fresh. It's, and it's something, I think it's an exciting thing to have in January because what's in January? Merp. Mm -hmm. So it's (laughs) good. (laughs) It's good to have, it's good to have goals and things that you're working on. So personally, personally, I love it. And I love going back and revisiting my goals and just feeling like I accomplished something. Yeah. I didn't feel horrible when I went over my 2019 goals. It's like, okay, I did. I, did. I didn't get quite as far on some of them as I wanted to. Yeah. But I felt okay about some things and I feel really good. I feel really good about the way. About these- I feel good about the way I've organized them this year. Yeah. Well, I think it's going to be more manageable yeah. for me. And I just feel like I'm motivated. I just feel like it's going to happen. Let's manifest that. We're going to do our New Year's goals. Like, it's just going to happen. It's going to happen. All of them. Okay, but, okay. I'm manifesting it. I'm no, but it I'm just, I'm just trying to, am I, do I visualize that? How do, <laughs> how does that look in my head? You think about all your goals <laughs> every day and you look Well, at I do. And, and you know you what, you guys, okay. So as I explained to you how I broke them down into months, that is so that I could put them in my planner at the beginning of each month with that specific goal. And I can mark them off because I need them in my face. I can't just revisit them every six weeks or so and see how I'm doing. I need it in my face all the time. So that's why I broke it down into the months yeah so that i could actually write something down with a little checkbox there and it is like a tracker i guess that's what we would call it but yeah in bullet journaling terms in bullet journaling terms but yeah so i'm excited for 2020 it's gonna be good yeah and we're back we are back we'll see you next week or i guess you'll hear us next week you will (laughs) (laughs) our email is linked down below as always go ahead and send us what your new year's goals are because I want to see what other people are working towards in this new year, new decade. 
So it's going to be a good one. Yep. Hey, did we decide, does the decade start with 2020 or does it start in 2021? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. 2020. Okay. We're in the roaring 20s now. Are we? Yeah. Okay, cool. Wait, I can do that. Go, I yeah. just remember, we need to set a goal. We just set a whole bunch. <laughs> but for the week. Okay. My goal is to decide what I'm going to do my teacher work sample about. Okay. My goal is actually related to my... New Year's. Yeah, I guess. I I want to finish bleaching my kitchen. Yeah. I know. It's a gross goal. But we've been <laughs> we've been waiting until we were sure that we had caught all the mice. Do you think you have? I think so. I don't know. Nobody's heard that last one. We thought there was still one hanging around. But um, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I have started bleaching. I'm going to finish bleaching. Won't Heck be completely yeah. organized or anything, but I will f- be finished bleaching by the end of next week. Woot woot. Yeah. Fun goal. (laughs) I'm excited. (laughs) All right, you guys, that's it from us this week. We will talk to you next Monday. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.